Psionicist. Fucking word. Channel their. I'm not flubbing it either. It's psionicists. Channel their magic by focusing their minds. By doing so, they can transcend oh their God. physical bodies, adopting forms of pure thought, casting spells. What the fuck are you talking Psy about? I'm a thought boy. I'm a thought. Hey everyone, it's time for your favorite conversational podcast within a podcast here on the Quest Company, where the game mechanics, I just came up with that while writing this intro, you're welcome Joe, bring you, air quote, the expert D&D analysis you crave. This week we take a look at the latest Unearthed Arcana from Wizards of the Coast, Psionic Subclasses. So pull up a drink and pour yourself a chair. Welcome to Talk and Shop. Mmm, my big bulbous boys bake baller baklava. I'm warm. Let's do this. Mmm, toasty. I really thought you were going to throw like balls in there, like my big bulbous balls baked baklava with the boys. I don't know. I was well, just, I suppose. I was that, expecting more, really. Mm, that, that's what makes me a professional is, is the thing. Is the well, unwillingness to take it to the next level? Yeah, yeah. A professional podcaster never uses words like poop, balls, ass, piss I'm so happy or... you started with, with you started with poop <laughs> really crass of you to go straight for poop it's, well, it's the, the crassest thing that we produce how do you expect to get that casper mattress money if you go around saying words like poop how do you hey ex- there listeners how do you we, expect we, how do you expect you. to be able to cast psionics <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, How do you? This episode to brought to things? you by Casper Mattress. You can poop on it. <laughs> this, uh, Our new this episode brought to you by uh, 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 lift things with your mind feats. You know, for everyone, because whatever. But my intelligence is six. It doesn't matter. There's no requirements. Hell yeah! Oh, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it, Jonah. You do you want to start? You your... don't need an intelligence requirement to lift things with your mind. I, d- I just I don't even know, man. Or I don't talk even to know. people through their minds. I I think if your intelligence is too low, you should like scramble their mind like a microwave. If I oh flex my God. hard enough, you can hear my thoughts. Hey, so we're we're back for another episode of. Uh, I guess we're calling it talk and shop, unless you guys have a better idea. <laughs> Not at the moment. Talking shit about Unearthed Arcana. <laughs> well, so is, here's that, the, is that too on the nose? Well, so here's the thing. Here's and I feel like this is the way that our our conversations sort of naturally go, um, in this in this loose conversational podcast within a podcast. Um, but no, I feel like the conversations generally uh, lean toward like. Yeah, sure, talking shit aplenty, but also, I feel like out of all of us, I'm the one who gets the most. Like, oh, but what if? It's, well, you guys are like, what the hell? Yeah. Can I can I make a an observation? <laughs> Please. Can I make an observation? Can I, can I Could second that this observation? Because, yes. Oh, I think we're gonna make the same, Joe. Could Please. it be mm-hmm. because this bullshit powers that allow you to be likened to a god instantly from level one, and so you're instantly attracted to mass amounts of power out of the gate? Me attracted to mass amounts of power? What are you talking about, it's Joe? Mass amounts of power. Just bullshit game mechanic. <laughs> Can I be everyone and do everything? Yes, I want to play it. Was that what you were going to say, Joe? No comment. Uh, how do we go forward? <laughs> uh, well, so- <laughs> uh, 
no, but I'm saying I, I think that it's not just with Unearthed Arcana that this, like, or sorry, mm. I feel like it's not just with the psionic stuff that this happens. I feel like in general, I'm like, yeah, that's weird. It's cool. While it's like, no, wait a minute. Yeah. Which uh, is uh, fine. We have point counterpoint. But so I think I'm going to call bullshit on a lot of things. <laughs> I love it. I'm very excited. So I'm thinking that as we move through this, obviously, uh, if you haven't caught on yet, we are discussing the newest Unearthed Arcana from Wizards of the Coast, the Fighter Rogue and Wizard uh, psionic playtest content. <laughs> I think that maybe the best way for us to go through this, uh, unless you all have different thoughts, is uh, we can... So we've each sort of assigned ourselves one of these subclasses, what with there being three of the things and three of us. Um, but so if we just start at the top and work our way down... Uh, each of us could sort of give the class features uh, of the things that we have chosen, give some initial thought, and then the others can come in with whatever their thoughts are, and we can kind of move through that way. That yeah. seems like it might be a way that we can stay on track, roughly. That sounds awesome. No, but uh, I, I just uh, want to ask a couple questions first, if we can. Please. Uh, like, so... Jonah, maybe you'll be able to answer this because uh, you know the mystic is it, is something that you've been interested in for a while, and like the idea of psionics as a sort of field. But what is it like? What is being a scion flavor wise? What makes this magic different from other magic mm -hmm. that people sort of produce with whatever other sources? Like what 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 do you think is the difference about these subclasses or this flavor? I guess. Yeah. Well, because it's different. And that's that's also part of what I think they need to really nail down in order to use the stuff, uh, what the difference is, because obviously it's mind powers and stuff, so it's not like arcane magic and it's not holy magic and stuff. It's, mm -hmm. it's like the telekinesis, uh, the things that you do with, with your brain, and it's, it's different because it's not, I guess, technically casting spells. Uh, at least as the uh, mystic originally was. Like, I think that there was even a thing in there where it was like the effects of it are technically not like spell effects. Right. Andrew? I have my hand raised. <laughs> but it is. Yeah. Mechanically, in how the game is structured, they haven't done anything different to mm -hmm. separate it from magic other than the fact that it is called brain magic no yes let, let's, let's hold that thought though is, i'm sorry i'm let, let's hold so that thought. ready because, no, I, because like, I, you're right I, yeah. I i completely agree with you but like just as the baseline this is you know matilda Fair. this is 11 from stranger things it's this the idea professor that xavier yeah, professor X, yeah, Jean Grey. yeah it's psychic shit as opposed to you know your god or nature or whatever the other sources of magic are in the D, &D sort of universe right but so that so, uh, said that yeah. said, mechanically, the intent feels like it's supposed to be something else. Or, or sorry, flavor-wise, it feels like it's supposed to be something else. But mechanically, it still feels very much the same, especially because in this one, and we'll get into this, it's got, like, for the wizard, like, psionic spells and stuff. So we're not, we're not veering far yeah. enough away to make it its own thing, but we're putting it into the stuff that we've already got. Andrew, do you want to like, kick us off with the... Oh, sorry. Sorry, just super side note. We're going to get there when we talk about this wizard subclass, but like, all I want to bring up is the fact that like, I feel like it would be more at home as a sorcerer subclass. Mm. Than mm. A I felt the same subclass. way. Yes. Because, because it feels like something that is an innate gift and not something that is learned. Correct. Yeah. Right? You yeah. already have spells that exist in the game called telekinesis and, and things like of that nature. Yeah. Right? So like... Why isn't it, uh, sorry, why isn't it a sorcerer subclass that has expanded spell list to psionics? Right? Mm. Anywho, mm -hmm. moving on, 
that's your topic, Jonah. Yeah. Do we but really want me to start us off, guys? I think so. I think let's start aggressive. with the spiciest takes that we're probably going to get. Cool. So, uh, I took the warrior because I love tanks. Um, here's the thing. There are things that I think are cool about this class. Uh, that being said, they all get outshined <laughs> by the things I absolutely hate about it. I'm probably going to do a lot of reading um, just just to, like, talk about it. Uh, yeah, what's actually, that first flavor thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, like, we'll, definitely, we'll definitely actually read the thing so there's context for what we're talking about since we're not, like, playing. Oh, yeah, one, yeah. Let's, let's do that. Sorry. Uh, the martial archetype called the Psychic Warrior. Uh, awakening to the psionic power within themselves, a Psychic Warrior is a fighter who augments their physical might with... Uh, uh, their physical might... With physically infused, psychically, psychically, psychically infused, that would make sense, psychically infused weapon strikes, telekinetic lashes, and barriers of mental force. That's all you really need to know. I don't, the, yeah, the, I'm with it so far. Poopy, poopy, poopy. Yeah, so far, okay. so far we're okay. It's a Jedi. So, I, yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like throw it out there. It, it, it's like baseline force user. And I have no qualm with that yet. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Third level third level i think there's something really cool here mm. uh when you when you get this at third level right that's when you pick up this martial archetype as a fighter okay um you can channel psychic power to magically augment uh, your prowess when you finish a long rest choose whether to augment your defensive uh your defenses or your strikes which i think is cool uh we'll get into it more when you talk about the rogue joe and it's all like yeah the uh, change benefits. everything on a long rest <laughs> Change who you are on a long rest, right? Which is right. a which is a sort of remainder of the original uh, Mystic UA, where it mm. was like. Except I think that even then it was like a lot of short rest change out. It's like I. Oh yeah, it's it like was you like said, you I can, can be anything, every ten minutes. Anytime. Yeah, you're just like, can we take thirty minutes real fast? We need another tank. I love augmented defense. I think it's super cool. It might yeah. by it might it is uh, very overpowered in my opinion, uh, mm. right? Or else. Yeah, it's a D10 like to reduce the amount of damage, right? Right. When a creature you can see within 30 feet of you takes damage, you can use your reaction to roll a D10 and reduce that amount of damage taken by a number rolled. Holy right. shit, that rules. So, every turn? So Every turn. Every turn. Okay? When you reach 10th level, the die becomes a D12. Right? That's not a good mm. enough upgrade to wait that long. Sorry, you go it's ahead. It's not. No, no, no. I totally agree with you. Um... To me, I think that that could benefit from other things. But I love augmented defense. To yeah. me, it feels like you want to get like the most out of like a shield master tank, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody that's like deflecting things with their mind and like protecting allies. Yeah, like super cool. Very uh, cool. You could take three levels of it and play a cleric and be like super cool feeling. Um, augmented strikes to me. Uh, once during each of your turns when you hit a creature with a weapon attack you can also deal 1d4 psychic damage to that target when you reach 10th level this class uh, psychic damage increases to 1d6 you, you have I, I don't hate it I don't hate it but like I, Andrew, don't see any reason to not pick the augmented defense Yeah, well, because like, it just feels more fun if you got Ghosts, the same damage die on both of them, I think it would feel a little bit like better, but because one goes from a D four and then you well, wait so long and it gets to a D six, well, like because yeah. like I mean like honestly, I think augmented defense could do more 
because if you really think about tenth level mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. if if uh, like if I roll a d12, right? Even if I roll maximum d12, yeah, I'm probably only sparing the wizard that just got hit in the face with like a two-handed hammer, right? Right, a little chunk of that pain that's coming their way, right? right? Whereas yeah. like. Augmented Strikes is just, I have Hex. That's why I don't like it, because I'm just like... It just feels like Hex. It just feels like... Oh, interesting. It, it just feels like something that already exists. This is a whole mm-hmm. Andrew soapbox, right, when it comes to Unearthed Arcana. Mm-hmm. I feel like they go... They, they rely too much on mechanics they know work, mm-hmm. and so now nothing feels special right. to a class, right? I'm going to talk about flat. it when you start talking about your wizard, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but, like, it's like, oh, this was a really cool thing, and it worked really cool for this class. Let's just recycle it and do it here because we know it's balanced already. And I'm like, that's great. But, again, like, with this, right, now now we've got players that are going to be like, okay, I'm going to spam hex on top of that. So I'm going to be rolling 18d6 with each of my, like, sword attacks. I'm dual-wielding swords because I'm I'm Captain God. Um, but but the thing, the hex it's thing only is once. that it's, it's not um, – it's – not as good as hex because you only get it on one attack per turn. Right, but still, you know what I but mean. But yeah, like, but the mechanic of like yeah. Because again, it's either like to me, it's then, then why isn't it just every attack? Because it's not right. Like it's a it's a class feature. Yeah. It should be more powerful than a spell. Yeah, especially right. just a first level spell. Like that that that's what I feel like separates the martial archetypes from like the spellcasters. Uh-huh. In like the great divide that is once you get like levels ten through twenty. And it's like martial classes are like, but we're still here. Yeah, I still right? exist. Like, like you can do awesome stuff as a martial class, but like ten through twenty, mm-hmm. yes, that's also like your wizard earned that. They they survived yeah, one they through ten, long, so yeah. like they get to be gods. I feel like a martial thing, like, mm-hmm. like part of your class, should arguably be better than a first level spell. I, maybe it's the fact that you do have the choice that they felt like they had to hamstring at sure. least the the damage side of it, and then yes, and I you know, but like, I still think more people than anyone will pick augmented strikes because like or defense. No, I, I mean I think people will pick strikes more than defense just because like they'll want to do more damage. Oh, I see. Like like okay. the, the, I think there will be like I think the better of the two mm-hmm. in the short is game is augmented defense. Yeah. But I think once you get to level eight mm-hmm. you should just just focus on doing more damage that's true because well, like also once you also once you hit like that point you're you've probably if you're a fighter picked up a feat that's gonna use reactions well yeah like if you uh, are a mm-hmm. shield master or you've yeah. got whatever and it's like oh you know i'm using a reaction to like just block it to cause disadvantage or like whatever the thing is you've got other things that are eating see, up like, that reaction besides just the d right that's what i like about that yeah. I-, I like presenting players with choice exactly when do you want to use those resources as opposed to like i wish strikes were like you burn your reaction to do that extra damage right like i want uh i want cost for each thing like i don't know that's that's my own thing anywho we could talk yeah yeah let's let's keep rolling yeah Yeah. uh you also get telekinetic hand which is learn you learn the mage hand cantrip and can cast it without components uh, and you can also make it invisible, which is something that the wizard can choose from later. Yeah, as one of the um, three things that it can choose. Which is a cool thing. Again, I'm I'm I Andrew am kinda like like, yeah, that's cool. It's where it kind of feels like a Jedi, like I can manipulate something and just like pick it mm. up and like 
basically all they're doing by saying it's invisible is being like, you don't see a it's, hand. It's like it, it yeah, looks like the force. So you're right. Like, and that's that's fine. I think it's a fine thing for a third level fighter to have. Again, though, I'm like, I, I Andrew, if I'm playing a fighter, want something different, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to fight better. Right. Because also, like, like but also, you gotta give fluff. So, yeah. like, I get it. Like, it's good fluff, but also, there's probably somebody else in the party who can also mage hand. Correct. Yeah, but I guess a lot of these unearthed arcanas are like it. It, it literally comes from what would my cool thing be alone? You know, like a lot of the, like, what is my concept and how do I fulfill that without other classes? And I feel like that's where you sort of have a lot of the power creep, especially in our Unearthed Arcana, because people are like, oh, well, it's not gonna, you know, stand up to these incredible, you know, front row subclasses that they've already written that are already in the, you know, the player's handbook Mm -hmm. and all, so that they feel like they need to up their game and make it, you know, way too much more than it should be right Um, otherwise people won't care about it as opposed to like why wouldn't i just play you know an open palm monk is andrew's favorite example right something like the telekinetic why why would you ever play any other kind of monk for sure except for shadow i I, like i'll argue i i'll argue if you want to be a ninja and teleport a lot like cool but like if you want to punch good there's no mm-hmm. other subclass. Sorry, like that's. Yeah. I'm sorry. This yeah, is a whole. For sure. But no. But that's the whole thing. Like it's like that's that's what they're trying to overcome. Yeah, like with o- uh, unearthed arcana. So then it becomes like you know two op power creep. Enough. Well, it, yeah. either that or like, like I don't know. I think the thing that they have to. I think the thing that is like successful unearthed arcanas that like I think really work and there are they they do exist. Several, yeah, several of them got brought into Xanathar's guide, right? Like, yeah. I mm-hmm. loved the Hexblade. I mm. thought it was really cool. I, I think it fulfilled, in a lot of ways, that thing people wanted, which was, like, I want swords and spells. Yeah. I want to be a gish. Right? Yeah. But, like, with it, it was like, yes, you get swords, but you also, like, it, it to me wasn't as dumb as the sword wizard from oh, the, the blade spell singer. singer. Yes. Or like, boo. Also, as if elves need another thing. Ugh. But we love <laughs> elves more than anyone else. Can I just, can I tell you just like real quick side note before we continue mm, on? Please. We can talk about it later too. <laughs> I wish they would just come out with a book of feats. Just feats? An yeah. entire book? Yeah. 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 Or, or, or I think like, the whole, just like, like, like the, the whole, we've talked about this before, like privately in our own lives, but like the whole leveling up system could be feats for me. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. And like certain classes are only a- like only able to take certain feats, yeah. but like like the tiny dungeon sort of way. Oh, that to me is like mm. so much more like you level up how the story dictates you level up. Like I find it's a two handed awesome. sword, I get better at two handded sword because I have one and I've started because using like it. I started using it. I, like I yeah. don't know. Anywho, yeah. sorry, I'll get back onto this martial archetype. Yeah. I get what you're talking about. The, the tiny dungeon comparison, Joe. I get hmm? what you're saying. Strength yeah. of mind, Joe. Uh, so seventh level, uh, th- this feature is okay. Again, like that's that's gonna kind of be my like thesis about this class is like it's okay. Um, as a bonus action, which is the cool part of it to me, um, any creature like a creature that you can see within twenty feet, you can lash out at it with like your mind beams, and uh, the target has to make a saving throw against. Uh, normal DC, like your proficiency bonus, plus intelligence, which makes this the second intelligence fighter build, which is which is fine. 
Um, on a failed save, the target takes 2d6, which is pretty awesome for a bonus action, especially if you're not a dual-wielding fighter. And, and plus your intelligence modifier, which is also a nice thing to add on to that. And is telekinetically moved 15 feet directly toward or away from you, which is cool. It's the force. It's a force push or pull. Like It's cool. At the end of the day. Yeah. It's a cool thing. Great. Or it takes half as much damage and isn't moved on a save. Um, you can use it an equal a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier. modifier. So, like, if you're prioritizing intelligence and you rolled well, right, you, you might be able to use this five times by the time you get it, right? Which is right. pretty powerful for a bonus action attack. By the time you get it? Right, seventh level. Seventh level. Oh, man, if you if you prioritize intelligence... You, you, like, yeah, you're going to have to have a really nice rolls, right? But, yeah. like, I'm talking mm-hmm. best case scenario, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Five times at seventh level. Yeah. Yeah, very best case. Uh, bonus action And also attack. fighters... Fighters get a lot of ability score increases. So right, you've it's, had it's pretty two. Feasible. If you're a variant human, you could have picked it up. You could have picked up a feat and then just used those other two to boost whatever. Right. Anywho, um, mm. you also probably shouldn't be prioritizing intelligence as a fighter. But um, yeah. anywho, uh, cool. I mean, it's cool. I, I think there are better things that other fighter classes do. But like, as far as making this its own thing, like, yeah, rock on. It's okay. Like to me. Yeah, what's up? Mm. I don't know what the other seventh level features are, but does for a, a fighter feature, most of them are short rest. What do you think about the long rest versus short rest for that particular thing? I Knowing th- that it's the secondary skill. My thing that it, I, I actually like that it's a long rest uh-huh. versus short rest because it's using an intelligence modifier, which a lot of the fighter stuff doesn't use, mm-hmm. like can use this a number of times equal to. Mm-hmm. It's like can use this designated amount of times like action surge is like you get one now you get two right mm-hmm. uh whereas like this is like it could be any number right now it sucks if you're not like prioritizing intelligence and it's like i only get one per long rest right right mm-hmm. that fucking blows but then that's on you for choosing to play a psionics warrior and not boost your intelligence anything intelligence. else yeah um give yeah. me one second real fast and i'll look up because that is you brought up an interesting point jonah and i want to th- actually look into it uh, what for like battle master and other stuff well i was just, just i'm just going through the list of like what people get at seventh level as mm-hmm. as different fighters mm. battle because master gets know your enemy know your enemy uh, which i think is so underrated um cavalier I really don't like it what now i really don't like know your enemy i would only ever use like two or three of those options oh for sure there's only two or three options that you really want to use i just think it's a cool AC. thing it's a cool idea to me for sure like yeah, that's d- true. does it come through no no but like mm-hmm. it's I, I like the idea a lot of the things besides so like original original books right it's a lot it's your fluff level to some extent yeah yeah right whereas and Xanathar's, it's less your fluff level, but that's because Xanathar's kind of moved away from, like, having fluff levels in an attempt, I think, to make people want to play those classes more. So, like, that's fine. Uh, to me, this is one of the best things you can do, especially 7th level. Like, yeah, 2d6 and moving people 15 feet is nothing to sneeze at as a bonus action, especially if it's- you're, like, sword and board or two-hand, right? It gives it you definitely sp- seems more powerful than the arcane or the eldritch knights seventh level. What is that? Which again? is like when you cast a, ca- a cantrip, you can also make a uh, an attack. 
Yeah, that also that doesn't scale correctly to me, like Eldritch Knight yeah. one, but that's a whole other topic. The which one? The Eldritch Knight, like the you can use a cantrip and then make an attack. Like I feel like cantrips should just function as attacks, because like it doesn't make sense if you play Eldritch Knight all the way and you have four attacks and you're like, I guess I'll use a cantrip in one attack. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Or if it was like you could bonus action cantrip. Yeah, I mean like something. I don't know. Like, but yeah, that would make Eldritch Knight. Well, uh, if a cantrip by that time would actually be super. See, to me, Eldritch Knight is feasible. Yeah. As a really mm-hmm. as a really good class as yeah. written. Yeah. It just yeah. it requires a lot of love by the player and the DM. Right. Like it to me it's not a class that works really well if you're like, I'm gonna go play Adventurers League. Right, no. Because it's mm. like like if you're doing that, it's play like a champion fighter. <laughs> yeah. And just be good at killing shit. Yeah. That's yeah. what Otherwise Adventurers you- League is. Probably not um, be. Sorry for shitting on Adventures League. I've just had bad experiences. Jenna yeah. knows. We've tried. We've tried. Level 10, Telekinetic Bulwark. Uh, love it just because of the name. Good um, name. Yeah, name. <laughs> uh, when you take an ac- attack action, you can forgo one of your attacks to project a bastion of psionic power in a 10-foot radius around yourself. It lasts for one minute or until you're incapacitated for the duration you and your allies in the area gain the benefits of half cover and have advantage on strength saving throws. Once you use this feature, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest or until you, you use your second wind feature. Huh. I really wow. I really like this one. I think it's yeah. a really cool tanking idea and I think it has like to me this is the most fluff this class gets and it's one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. about it. I hate Yeah, it's, it's very unique. I hate its recharge. With its, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate the recharge text because it's like what? <laughs> the recharge text is weird. Like I do you, Because you, you can just short better? rest yeah. and use second wind and get it back. Like Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels weird that it's not just a short rest capability since it's like you have one. I feel like if they move forward w- with it, they'll probably just make it short rest. I would hope. Um would be or or long clunky. rest because it is it is powerful. I like it because to me it feels uh, like my imagination instantly goes to a spot in the Witcher 2 video game where like they're about to get peppered by a bunch of arrows and Triss is like force field Mm. and it just like burns away the arrows that are incoming, right? Like your friends have to be close and it's really only advantageous against ranged things because it's giving you half cover, not really, it's not going to really help you with like melee I mean, d- or because d- what the hell is a strength saving throw? Melee? I don't know that it. Is, uh, I, don't I know. can only think of like one strength saving throw, which is like the charger feet, or like when a t- like a tiger well, pounces on you. So or like, something like here's that. here's where this is really good to me because like of my vast knowledge of watching a shitload of Critical Role, right? Mm-hmm. Anything that has grapple abilities, right? Like. Matt Mercer loves to throw that shit at them. Like the best. Uh, uh, depiction of it is the kraken fight in campaign one no spoilers right but like it's just a creature that when it hits you it can grapple you right oh so okay. if you're As like part of if you're attack. fighting something big enough that being next to it is going to be also within like that kind of radius of your friends or the people that are meleeing it to be able to give them hmm. all strength advantage against like an effect that might be going at them like fighting a pack of dire wolves that every bite has a chance to knock you prone on a strength save. Knock down. Right? Like, mm-hmm. there's some really cool, like... Yeah, that is cool. It, it feels... 
To me, what it does feels weird to what it is called, though. Like, to me, it feels right. like it's like, it's a shield, and it is not a shield. It's it's like a bolster. It, to me, it's like a paladin ability. Like, it's it's almost like a banner yeah. knight. Like, it's like, I place my banner and everyone gets stronger. But I like it as a, like, I think it's cool. I think it's new. That's like, that to me is the thing I'm looking for when I look at, like, Unearthed Arcana. Is like, is it new? Yeah, is it novel? Uh, agreed. Uh, is it not just, like, whatever? Anywho rehashed mechanics i like it level 15 agonizing strikes uh your attacks can channel psychic uh, agony Oof, we just put psychic in front of something and it gets dark uh, <laughs> when you hit a creature with a weapon attack you can also deal 2d10 psychic damage to that target and force it to make a constitution saving throw against the same saving throw as mentioned earlier uh unless the save succeeds the target falls prone and uh, and it suffers disadvantage on ability checks until the end of your next turn you can use this feature a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier and regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. I think the long rest is tying this to wizard more also, Jonah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, now, well, so that makes me think of like, if you, you do it intelligence modifier amount of times and then long rest, which is also what strength of mind gets. Why wouldn't they just like do that for telekinetic bulwark as well? That seems like the easy solution actually. Right. You just have yeah, all yeah, of I these totally features and that you can use a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier long rest. per long rest. And I then think you the have reason, the uniformity. I think the reason they were went soft on bulwark is because it actually, to me, it's a fluff. Yeah. Like it, what it does is super situational. Yeah. And it's one, it's right. one use. Can right? I clarify not... half cover as well? Yes, please. Because it took me too long to look it up because my D&D Beyond app it's plus two AC, right? Plus two bonus to AC and deck saves, but it's not range specific. So okay, basically so it, it just uh... gives a plus two boost to AC and they get advantage on deck saves and strike saves. So that's hella that's pretty sick. baller. That's actually very good. Especially for like if you are... If you have a, a, a group that has a fighter and a barbarian. Yeah, if you've got somebody else next tanky, to you. Right, yeah. like... If you've got a couple of melee boys, being able to bolster them like that... That's huge. ...is super awesome. Yeah. That's a great boost, especially to give to a martial class. Heck yeah. To help their friends. Um, Agonizing Strikes, I actually... I like it. It feels like a smite for a fighter, like mm. it, it, which is kind mm. of a, a cool feature. It does its own thing, right? Mm. Um, The one thing I will say that they don't really have... I, I guess I would assume that... They don't really specify whether or not it takes half damage if it succeeds or if it's just like it does that yeah. much damage and then the second part is just all based on pass or fail. I think by this language, it does the damage, but the right. other stuff just doesn't take. Yeah, that would be my assumption, good. too. The way it's worded, that's what um, it seems to be. Yeah, I think I, I think what it does is really cool because uh, like I also I'm a huge fan of uh, not creating soloing classes. Mm hmm. Like, if mm. you want to play a one-on-one D&D campaign or, like, a two-person D&D campaign, play I think... Druid. Like, well, yes. Uh, <laughs> but also, like, talk to your DM. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. talk, like, can I have, like, an ability score boost because there's so few of us? Can I, like, can we talk about, can like, have a having sidekick? an extra feat? Can we talk about sidekicks? Can we talk about... You know what I mean? Like, have that conversation. I love when Unearthed Arcana is, like, let's promote teamwork. This, to me, is a moment that, like, if I land this move, even though it's a con save and a lot of bad guys like great con scores, right? Right. right. Mm -hmm. It's the most easily saved thing across the board when it comes to like monster manual. But right. But if right. you're fighting like, I don't know, vampire boss or, 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 or something, right? Or if you're fighting a spellcaster. Or a spellcaster. And you land this, uh, it falls prone. 
and it suffers disadvantage mm-hmm. on all ability checks, right? Which is really, really cool right. because then you can start talking about like, does your barbarian friend that's next to you start grappling it? Do you try and like mm. lock it down through means that aren't saves, but like things Checks. that it's going to yeah. have to ability check out of? Mm. Um, which I like think wrathful is cool. smite is an ability check. Yeah. It's not a save. Like so, I I like that. Um, Psychic dreadnought, awesome name. Eighteenth level should be your capstone. It is your capstone. Should be baller. It doesn't do enough. Um, the power of your mind suffuses the entire being, making you a nigh unstoppable force on the battlefield. With you so far. With you so far. <laughs> Using your reaction, when you take damage, you can give yourself the following benefits for one minute or until you are incapacitated. At the start of each of your turns, you regain 10 hit points. Sounds like a big deal. Most uh, two other fighter subclasses get that. Yeah. The champion gets yeah, something like not. that, and the unearthed are kind of brute, which... I love. I we think can, we they can did go a over great that one job. Talking object. Shot. I'm just saying. <laughs> like there yeah, are no, unearthed yeah, arcanas yeah. that I like. Um, we promise, listeners, I, there are. I promise. I'm not just it, not just like they suck. I just I I look at them with a keen eye. Uh, but you you regain ten hit points at the start of each round, which at 18th level is uh, is negligible to what's probably happening to you as a tank. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Your walking speed increases by 10. If you're prone, you can stand up by spending five feet of movement. Like what? But you don't hit what stuff good. You don't hit it better than you do now. Okay, I, I just want to argue. What is that prone? I just want to argue that apart from the first bullet point, mm-hmm. I can check both of these lower boxes with feats. True. Right? Can I can get, get the mobile feet, yeah. and I can get the athlete. Yeah. The, but if this I have is the athlete, capstone, and this, and this is your capstone. Yeah, if this was the choice between another level in like I don't know rogue or something to get you know cunning action or whatever the hell, I simply would not take this 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 two level, level dip into I would barbarian. Not take the 18th level. Yeah. Which be- yeah. which get- because which because or three level dip so you can just go ahead and get a three, but which because none of this stuff even though it feels like casting spells, which is what I'm gonna argue a lot throughout this whole yeah. thing, right? Right. Oh, we'll get oh, there. Yeah. But a lot of this stuff that is intelligence based you would be able to use raging because mm-hmm. it's not technically mm-hmm. a spell true which seems ludicrous to me if you yeah. do that multi-class yeah like strength of mind right mm-hmm. the whole idea of raging cutting off being able to use spells to me is like i only do one thing when i rage and it is smash right, right? rather than like this i can also use like, my mind powers this is like the hulk using the force it's weird. It may, it's weird to me. I mean, when you say that, it sounds cool. <laughs> Does it? Does it really? Don't. Well, what it basically says to me is like, I guess like the, the whole idea is that you you not only are you a fighter, you're essentially you have like eleven type mind powers, right? Yeah. And the idea that that could be flavored into as it is for eleven or whatever, like an emotional or a raging kind of thing is actually like an interesting flavor combination that you don't see. Yeah. But the the fact that it's all keying off of intelligence and that it's like, it, it just sort of really muddies the it water. It makes it feel you know? weird to me. In, yeah. In Would you say respect. that Eleven has high intelligence? Like, you know, I'm sure she's, you know, smart or she's not written as a dummy or anything like that. Well, I like would that. say like, but, it but that's also key. arguing like that the, the entirety, like because it's an intelligence modifier, it leads me to believe that we're building this in our 
Kana. Sure. Yeah. To some extent. That this is... Right. Yeah. Like, and so, like, do you add a new ability score called Mind? Do you... You know like, what I mean? Or like, Will or whatever. Like, is this willpower as opposed to intelligence? Mm. Like, is it... Help your fighter out. And Charisma, let it be constitution. even. Or charisma, because it feels like warlock shit. Right, yeah. Anywho, all I'm going to say on the whole of Psychic Dreadnought is it doesn't do enough, and what it does isn't interesting or unique. Like It's not a good capstone. The the flavor text is way better than the actual feat. But, like, like, you listen to, like, the power of your mind suffuses your entire being, making you a nigh-unstoppable force on the battlefield. I can stand up easier. No, man. Sorry. Oh, oh, the floopy girl. Um, but yeah, like, but it's also only a minute, right? Like, I can right. take the athlete feet and I can do that all the time for your entire life. I can take the mobile feet and I can do that all my life. And as a fighter, mm-hmm. I've got all the ability score upgrades to do that. Also, how often right. am I finding myself prone at level eighteen? Right. When you too strong. When I can't get up and just be next to the thing I'm fighting. Yeah. Where I'm you a, really yeah, need to be. It doesn't really tank, make sense. Yeah. Right? Like, I guess the thing that... Okay, here's the thing you could do that would be cool with this. I, I, I do want to argue this. You could be a really cool ranger fighter with this. Because because the, the, the 2d10 psychic damage thing that feels like a smite is just a weapon attack. It doesn't say melee. Yeah, um, it could be your bow. You could literally be a backline sniper... And that also shields the glass cannons of the group and gives them, you know, extra AC. And, you know, you're talking about if you've got like a lot, like if you have multiple backline blasters using telekinetic bulwark on that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying, well, I mean, not even just that, but like. uh, Because uh, they have to be uh, next uh, to you. Augmented defense. Yeah. Right? If you're within 30 Mm. feet of them, Mm, right? You can protect them a little bit of damage. If you're, if like, you could do a really cool thing with this class, with a bow that I'm just now like thinking of. I still think psychic dragnaut's bullshit and it's garbage, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, all that. To- you don't have to be the tank for this this Jedi, and I actually think like that would be a, a pretty a pretty. I mean, it's it's the reason why a battle master is so fun. You could make it just as easily make it a ranged boy. Yeah. For a lot of its maneuvers, and I feel like the thing is, though, just really I think everybody that looks at this and and has the realization, like, oh, this is a Jedi, yeah, is gonna is gonna want to get up and mix in, and, like, get in yeah. the mix with like your, your sword or whatever. Oh yeah, and I don't think it's Shall we actually roll? built to support that. Anywho, all that said, Shall we roll on into the soul knife. Oh sorry, it's bud. just okay. Like that's <laughs> like, like that's what I walk away with. It has some cool things, but like at the end of the day, yeah. I'm gonna play a champion or a battle master or mm. the brute, right? Like I'm gonna play something that hits harder. It 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 uh, honestly the the fighter was the only one of these that really like appealed to me on uh, like I would actually play that kind yeah. of way and even then it's it's just kind of well, okay. To me, like, uh, from what I saw. You only get so many opportunities to like start a campaign, right? So you want to play something that mm-hmm. you're like I know I'm going to have fun playing this. And this I'm like yes. I might have fun testing this. Like, yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. a long-term, unless I'm trying to play a Star Wars campaign, right? In which case, I'm still going to just play a Hexblade. Right. <laughs> like, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but also... Like, there's space tentacles now. Um, oh, I had a thought, and it left me. 
and I want to move on, but I, I had a thought and it left me. I'll I'll come back to it. Just let's move on. Yeah, go digging Sorry. for it. Sorry for taking and in the meantime, so long to talk about you're one good, my homie. Well, we're we're all jumping in. We're all talking about these things, and now that we've talked about a lot of these things, we don't have to rehash them with the other, you know, traditions because I'm sure they have the same issues in certain places. Truth. Right. And uh, so I, I, I have the, the soul knife, which is the roguish <laughs> archetype uh, of this sort of psionic. And it's a real roller coaster. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Can I, can I just I, say I straight hate up, this name? Yeah. Soul knife. Oh, it's awful. It's, just, it's like edgy bullshit. I just say this with a snow, with, I'm the soul knife. Like, yeah. What? I mean, it, get it. But like, I, we'll get right into like all of the things, the issue right. with it. A reaper. Yeah, right? Call it. Well, it, didn't they call the the undead rogue the revenant or something like that? Uh, no. That one's like the return, oh, the return. Or the revived. It some, it it's called the revived. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the soul knife possesses powerful psionic potential. <laughs> they channel this reservoir of inner magic into tangible blades of psychic energy, striking at their victims' minds. Mm. They find easy employment as members of thieves' guilds, sought after as assassins Do because they? their signature psychic blades leave behind no visible wounds. Mm. Uh, and then it has some stuff about like, oh, you might have, you know, been trained as a psionic assassin or your psionic abilities might have haunted you since you were a child, da 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 whatever. Um, essentially, they're they're sort of kitted out from the get-go as a kind of unseen assassin, yeah, right? Okay. The idea that these psychic blades leave behind no visible wounds. Uh, and that's actually the first, like the third level uh, feature, it was an ice psychic pick. blade. <laughs> it was an icicle. Kill him with an icicle. <laughs> As a bonus action, you can create a magical blade of shimmering psychic power from one or both of your hands. So you can just automatically have two if you want. Uh, you can't hold anything. You can dismiss them at any time, and they disappear if you're incapacitated. It's basically a dagger uh, for all purposes. It's got a range of 30 feet, Infinidagger. 60 feet if yeah. you want to throw it. Yeah, light, yeah. finesse. And it deals yeah. one... Say so it again, it's, sorry? Yeah, it's light, it's finesse, you can throw it. It's an yeah. infinidagger. Yeah, and it, and it deals 1d6 psychic damage on a hit. Uh, if you throw it as, as part of an attack, it vanishes immediately. And obviously, again, it doesn't leave any, like, visible uh, sort of injuries. The d6 is nice. I, yeah. I like uh -huh. this. I agree. I, 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 I think it's a cool idea. It, the idea that it leaves no visible damage is really cool and kind of unnecessary in the way that the best fluff <laughs> yeah. is. In that... Well, it, it, it provokes questions that you wouldn't otherwise ask, mm. right? It, it, it provokes story. It provokes like five possible uses or plot hooks just with that little tidbit yeah. of text. Uh, the DM could take that and run it all different kinds of ways. This, th that it only does mm -hmm. psychic damage is interesting. Like, like I will say, I think, because mm -hmm. like I was, I w when we were talking about like who wants to take what, I was like, when I read the first thing of this, I was like, oh, Oh, and then I kept reading, and I was like, someone else. Um, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This has so much fun out of the gate for a DM to oh, use yeah. against a party, yeah. right? Oh, like yeah. solving oh, the mystery murder of like why Jeff died. He has no nothing yeah. wrong Jeff. with him. Why killed Jeff? But like Trent's fucking dead, y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Like it's cool. Straight up. Granted, you as a DM could just be like, it's it's a, it's Ignore a magic it, yeah. soul knife that this one assassin mm -hmm. has. Right. But then you have to give right. that soul knife to your party when they kill that assassin. Because they're gonna. Which you might not want them to have. <laughs> so, like, it's a it's a nice way of dealing with that, kind of. Yeah. I will say, yeah. I, I think an interesting thing about this subclass 
is that in the original, obviously, I, I looked at this document many times. In the original Mystic uh, UA, they did have like a soul knife uh, sort of thing. Yeah, oh, did they? but it was the only one that they like didn't actually have stuff for besides the fact that you had psychic knives. Other than that, like it, uh, like it didn't have its own, you know, whatever psychic knives. Well, it was. I, I don't remember if they like it wasn't invocations, but it was like you My know knife. you get to choose your um uh, focuses or uh, whatever disciplines. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been disciplines, uh, but like you know each uh, other sort of thing. Like oh, I'm like the earthy one, or I'm uh, you know whatever the different things yeah. were. It's been a while since I've looked at it. It's yeah. a lot of general things that I remember. But the I remember specifically that the soul knife didn't actually have like other stuff a besides reason. the knife. So yeah. it's interesting that we've got a good start. I also love that it does Yeah, a it's a really good start. I love that it gives yeah. you like a I, reason I, to use knives as a rogue. Yeah. Precisely. It it lets you sort of entertain that that idea of of you know because people always want to do like the uh, the weird weapons or whatever and then they are really disappointed when they find out like oh there's only like two or three viable things and they're named longsword battle axe or you know right, whatever right 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 um but uh I, I love this because you know only certain monsters have resistance or immunity to psychic damage I actually like had to look this up and they're mostly constructs and aberrations mm, that makes like sense. those are the only things that are like because you know it, you're attacking their mind or whatever that little piece of thing is and i think that's cool as fuck like you were talking about like the mystery of how did jeff die well like what if your target of your next assassination contract is like an aboleth in disguise right and the the dm can set up this whole thing you you know you set up the kill and surprise like your knives don't do anything and all of a sudden like the ambassador you were supposed to assassinate is becoming tentacles right the dm could do Anything what happens when, if when, they your, just take, took it when your assassination contract is for a Warforged? Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't... Mm, actually, I wonder. Do do Warforged have resistance to psychic? I don't know, but I meant just like a construct style, right? Like, right. Yeah. yeah I don't remember so easy to put that yeah. in the game. Hello friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Talk and Shop. We're glad you decided to come along for the ride while we slowly lose our minds. We meant for this to just be one episode, but obviously we had a lot of thoughts and opinions, so we're going to release part two next week with analysis of the psionic wizard along with the new psionic spells. It only gets weirder from here. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content like the Dawson Screek Goblin ASMR video we posted recently, and other cool patron rewards. If you want to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. We also have a link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through the Connect page on our website or by finding us on Twitter, Instagram, etc. at The Quest Company. You can also come hang out with us in our Discord. If you need links to any of those things, go check out our website. It's all there. 
I'd like to thank Mr. Joe Lytus for editing this episode, along with the artists whose music is featured in it. Thank you to Doug Maxwell for the song Swing Bada Bing. Thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. Additional sound design by Slappy. That's all for me, so let's mentally prepare ourselves for the brain thoughts that we are about to think of psychically with mind powers. Thank you for listening to Talk and Shop here at the Quest Company. Uh, so now that we have returned, uh, I'm drinked up. I'm I'm drinking a a pineapple shandy with some black pepper and a Budweiser. It's very tasty. Ooh, Throw a little lime in there. I, yeah. I debated getting something it's, besides water in the little break. I thought about it. Mm, 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 so good. Brought to you by Budweiser. Uh, but, uh, so the, the second one, so I, so basically I enjoyed the psychic blade. I think it's, you know, it's that, that, that correct mixture of it's viable, you know, it's, it's, uh, got uses for you and Mm -hmm. a very, very cool drawback for a DM to, uh, uh, to, uh, employ. And the second third level feature uh, that you get called psionic enhancement. I actually really like as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Andrew, you were saying something about choices, right? Like the idea that it gives you that a good feature is one that gives you choices that aren't really meaningless yes. and, and let you sort of deepen your understanding of the game. And that's this one. You can focus your psionic power to give yourself an extraordinary ability. Mm. When you finish a long rest, you gain one of the following benefits of your choice, which lasts until you finish a long rest. Mm-hmm. You can communicate telepathically with any creature you can see with one within 30 feet of you. Uh, increase your walking speed by five feet or your hit point maximum in your current hit points increase by an amount equal to your intelligence modifier plus your rogue level. I think that's awesome. Like, it, they're not overpowered in, in the things that they give you, I don't think. No. Um, I will say I th- they might be. I think you mm-hmm. could get rid of the middle option. Yeah, and just choose between the walking two. speed? Because it's just five. I like it. it what I, the only thing that okay, so the, uh, you, you would have to sort of engineer a specific situation where that would be the thing, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of look at it in the same idea that you can very marginally shift what your role is in the party, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like if there's one bad guy that is specifically elusive and you know he's going to try to get away from you or put things in your path then what you might need is just that last little you know, bit of, of get up and go to get past or through or around whatever obstacles there are, right? Uh, or like leaving dagger point, right? If you could increase your hit points where you're like, oh my God, I know that this oh, is going to be, we're, we're going to be I like think that leaving by the skin useful, of our teeth. Especially at that level. Yeah. yeah. I think that, it's great. I think that if you increase the walking speed to 10 feet, that might fix it. 10 like, feet feels oh, more I, like something. Uh, it's getting kind of dangerous though, because like, I, I don't know. Uh, but just well, in order to see, make it a viable choice against telepathy or having uh, the hit point maximum increase, see, it doesn't feel like mm, it would be worth it as opposed to the other two. My thing is this: I don't see walking speed as something that rogues necessarily need because they can dash. Because you have dash as a bonus action. Yeah. Right. So you're already well, it at, stacks, right? Huh. It stacks, right? Like dash, you basically double your walking speed. Right, right, right. So you could Correct. get a plus ten using, like, if you did everything as movement. Yeah, I think I think that what he's saying is like they're not hurting for extra movement speed already. For sure, right? Like, like yeah. so me, even if like if I was playing this 
in a campaign you were running, Joe. And I was like, mm-hmm. Joe's going to present a boss that is going to be like very difficult to reach, right? Mm. I, Andrew, am still not going to pick increase walking, walking speed, speed by five because I'm just mm. going to I'm going to assume that with 60 feet of movement, bonus action and It'll movement, be enough. I should be able to get close enough that I can at least throw one of my psionic daggers at the thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I guess I guess what I see this as is more like the monk role, which is where like it's not a big boss that everybody's converging on. It's one squishy little guy that has to be dealt with while the other hitters on the team deal with the bigger issues, like the the big stompy barbarian or something like that. But if you can just get past everybody, it's kind of like the swashbuckler thing where it's like the mobility is the point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if if I can sashay on by the barbarian and, and hit the guy in the back line, like I so feel then, like this, like this to me, would make a very good mage slayer. What this needs instead of just five feet of movement is what mm-hmm. like uh, Sword Coast did with like the elk totem barbarian, which is like mm. things are put at disadvantage taking opportunity attacks at you. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like, would work. Like, just because, like, for me, Andrew, and, th- like, that's just, mm-hmm. like, me looking at this class, whatever. At some point as a rogue, especially if I'm playing a melee rogue, I'm going to pick up mobile. Right. Right? Okay. Y- yeah, you know what I mean? Sense. Like, there there are so many ways, I, f- I feel, as a rogue to pick up extra movement that, like. Mm-hmm. The five is kind of marginal. The five, especially by, like, late game. Right? Oh, like, yeah. th- third right. level, sh- Sure. I think it's fine to be in there with those two things, but both those mm-hmm. things to me stack through to level 20. Like it is always sure. useful to be able to communicate to people without yeah. having to use words. It is always to useful to have more hit points. Yeah. And because that does yeah. stack every single level, literally gets higher. Yeah. yeah. I, I think about like comparing these to the other sort of uh, uh, big rogue archetypes, stuff like the, the thief mm-hmm. or the arcane trickster and such. And I, I think it it it's really in the same spirit, but something new. Yeah, right? no, the idea yeah, yeah. that the thief the thief has stuff like your cunning action has a new use and it could be used to use an option or, or whatever else. The the climbing movement and stuff. I feel like it's it's useful, but not to the point of being all powerful. For sure. Um, which uh, is surprising and and honestly. Uh, Few and far between in in Unearthed Arcanas, the idea that something can be simultaneously useful and reasonable. Not ridiculous. Um, Next, yeah. Uh, Next one is the ninth level feature, which I hate. It's called (laughs) Terrifying Blade. Your psychic blades can now stoke terror within a target. What? When you damage a creature with your psychic blade. Just fear. Create fear. It's just fear. When you damage a creature, so this is the only limit. When you damage a creature, right? Mm-hmm. So anytime you damage them with your psychic blade, you can force them to make a whiz save throw versus your intelligence, blah, blah, blah. On a failed save, the creature is frightened of you until the start of your next turn. On a sex- uh, successful save, the creature isn't frightened and is instead immune to this feature for mm. 24 hours. Okay. Uh, it's not... <sighs> it is not on the face awful, right? I, 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 don't, I don't see this falling into many of the different traps that there are like being you know just ridiculously useless or overpowered i suppose you can see i can see this being interesting as like crowd control 
if your rogue tries to frighten multiple targets in one turn instead of just trying to focus fire and kill one target, like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting. Well, if it's you're okay. using your bonus action to attack, like because you're not as a rogue getting yeah. mileage out of the you're second not getting attack, multiple. really, right? So if you're using Precisely. it as a Unless thrown dagger to like, yeah, and it 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 could be fun it 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 kind of serves the mind power flavor of the class but there's a huge glaring issue with it that i'm going to get into with our later abilities mm. uh psychic veil you can turn invisible for te- for 10 minutes uh uh this is the 13th level soul knife feature fuck that name uh, you can weave a veil of psionic static to mask your physical presence everything on you becomes magically invisible da 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 it ends if you make an attack or force a creature to make a saving throw. The feature is limited to the number of times equal to your intelligence modifier. You gain it all on a long rest. It's invisibility. You're a rogue. In my opinion, you're basically already invisible at all times, depending on your DM. You know, it, it, it it's just, it, it's cool, I guess. The, but like, that's kind of why you have wizards, right? To cast, right. If somebody to cast invisibility desperately on you. needs to be, yeah, it's just, it's kind of nothing. Here's my thing with it though. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing that I liked about it when I was looking over this too. Uh, yes, by 13th level, you usually have a wizard that's like, here, be invisible, right? And, or cast greater right. invisibility. Uh, by 13th yeah. level? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, anywho. Either way. Either way, right? But a lot of the time as a rogue, when you're doing your shit, you're alone. You know what I mean? You're sneaking in mm. ahead of the party. You're you are doing whatever. It's, to me, I like this because it's a nice tool belt thing to just be like, mm-hmm. nobody's around to cast that on me. Also, I don't have to like tell another player how to play. I don't have to be like, hey, wizard, cast this on me now because I'm going to go do shit. Right. Right? I get to just be like, I need this now. Boom. And the thing that I mm-hmm. like... I actually really like, and I could see how it could be an issue, but like, so again, best case scenario by 13th level, let's say you have five uses of this, right? Oh yeah. Let's just, best case scenario, scenario, you're probably putting points into other things, but like best case scenario, five uses. Uh, It poses a very interesting thing that like in combat, right? I can attack something and then like if it's it's super situational but right but like the next turn i can make myself invisible again and set up another mm-hmm. like right uh it would be really useful if you could pair this with like the assassin third level you can't but you can't because can. it's another rogue yeah <laughs> but it would also be ludicrous right because you would just be like i'm gonna crit five times and against the boss right i'm deciding right which brings me to like a larger like criticism of these later uh abilities yeah. is that they're they they offer no specific reason to be a soul knife yeah right oh for they, sure because an arcane trickster gets invisibility i think before now even though they're like a third cast yeah, yes so, yeah because greater um, greater invisibility is a fourth level illusion so you can get it by like level eight yeah oh wow but and that's great yeah. yeah so right which is way more useful than so those. yeah I know I'm kind of sla- sailing through these, but it's because there's a larger issue oh, that affects good. all yeah. of them that I, I want to no, bring absolutely. up. Uh, Rend Mind, 17th level soul knife feature. You, you can The capstone ability. This is what you spend your entire time waiting capstone. for, I, I suppose, you I guess. You can sweep your years. psychic... Right. Yeah. You can, th- so keep that in mind. 
you've been playing this character, like developing all these important things, your your own relationship to the character, da 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 da. Oh my god, I'm gonna get something cool. What's the next level? You can sweep your psychic blade directly through a creature's mind. As an action, while you have at least one psychic blade manifested, you can force a creature you can see within 30 feet to make an intelligence saving throw, da 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 da. If you are hidden, it has disadvantage on the save. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I like On that. a failed save, on a failed save, the target takes 12d6 psychic damage and is stunned until the start of your next turn. On a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and isn't stunned. One of your psychic blades vanishes after using this feature, and it's limited to your intelligence modifier per long rest. I, you could give me a hundred d6 psychic damage, and I still would be bored to fucking tears by this ability. It it doesn't it it does it is the it is the purest encapsulation of numbers versus flavor that I can imagine. It it, it you you wait I, compare this to the arcane trickster number seven, the seventeenth level, the one where you can magically steal a spell from any spell from another creature as long as it, you were affected by it or within its ability if you make the saving throw, right? Steal it. it, it compare this... What now? Yeah, you, you steal it. That's cool. That's a, that's a thing that you absolutely <laughs> yeah. like. It's incredible. It's incredible. Like, and it, 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 it is rife for story moments, for, like, the, the climactic, you know, thing where, you know, I don't know. Who's the vampire guy? Strahd? Uh, Strahd. Strahd. Like, Strahd cast Dominate and all these other things, and then you know, 17th level, not that you would be, the climactic moment, you steal that that domination, <laughs> or you steal that counter spell, or you steal just, like, the the signature spell that's been fucking up your party. That is, like, the coolest shit in a way that is not mechanically broken and is very, like, thematically in- interesting. Uh, Thief's Reflexes for the Thief subclass at 17th level. You can take two turns during your first round of any combat. Sick. Like just nasty. Sick. It, it's nasty. sick. It's simple. Can I can I argue one thing for this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It's it's all I'm gonna say about it because I a hundred percent agree with you that it is the most mm-hmm. watered down. Like, you do damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Granted, the, the the class is called Soul Knife. Right. So it's like you're mm-hmm. here to hit it yeah, with your knife. Yeah, like yeah. the the people that it's made for is. It's people that For are like, sure. I want to, I want to roll more, yeah. more dice. I want to roll twelve right? dice. Mm-hmm. So, at seventeenth level, if you do this against a creature that doesn't know you're there, right? It has disadvantage mm-hmm. on this intelligence save. It also takes mm-hmm. sneak attack damage. So you're rolling twenty-one d six. Oh, see, uh, see, it it doesn't take sneak it doesn't, attack. My my because uh, it's not an attack. It's an action. Well, no, but so, well, here's what you do with it, though. Here's what you do is you do this. Oh, wait, no, because you could. Well, here's the question. If you do this, could you still make your offhand mm. bonus action attack or no, because this is an action? Because no. it feels like what this would be well, built wait, no. for. You could do a bonus action attack. You could bonus action attack? Or do yeah. you have to do, like, an attack? No, that would be if action. you had multi-attack. Okay. You can always use bonus action to take a second attack because, with an offhand weapon. Because the thing that you would do with this is you would do this as your action, and then you would use your bonus action to fucking auto-crit the stunned thing with a sneak attack. What, the sneak attack would be used on your offhand Correct. weapon? Yeah, because it can be. Yeah. And it would auto-crit mm-hmm. after you establish the thing failing to save here. Mm, and becoming stunned. You're setting up, you're really setting up your second attack. Yeah. To some extent. Because it says it only gets rid of one of your soul knives. So in theory, you've yeah. summoned both of them. 
you do the thing with the one and then stabby with the other one. So functionally, it's just like any other assassinate ability in that the entire purpose is to give damage, right? Yeah, oh, it's like, I, I, All this is, you know, is I, spike I, I'm, damage. I'm never, I'm never gonna dispute the idea that this is weak or that this is, you know, strong enough and like it'd be fun to like do as like, oh, look at all this damage I can do. Oh, yeah. I'm only ever gonna say stuff like, I don't care at that yeah. point. Because if you've been playing D&D up till 17th level, you have found things, I hope, that are more important to you and your character than dealing 12d6 psychic damage. And like, I'm always gonna be the curmudgeon about this, about like the idea that the the whole purpose of this game is to deal out numbers, right? And when we get into talking about the the magic and the new spells that they invented, like it's, it's just gonna be the same shit because like you say, Andrew, they just kind of recycle mechanics, right? Right. It's, like, it's just sort of disadvantage on this, advantage on that. Da-da-da. Again, the only thing that I'm saying when I'm saying, like, I know the type of person that made this class. Oh, you, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I know yeah. why they made this class, because they wanted to they wanted to be the person that's like, at 17th level, when the big boss comes out to monologue, I want to stab him in the mm-hmm. back of the head twice and, and it'd be him. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always want to get the kill is me. Right. I, right, like, and that's totally like I want to roll a lot of dice. I want to do a shitload of damage. Mm-hmm. This is also like, so they like, played this character in Adventurers League, is what you're saying? Yes, it's literally a thought I had. Like this is built for an Adventurers League. Like I'm here to to do a thing that a DM can't refute me doing. Mm. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. But also like, and 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 I'll and I'll say this, uh, pseudo in defense of Unearthed Arcana, right? And we mm. should probably have a disclaimer, right? We are all actors. Yeah. Right? right. All three of us. Yeah. We care vastly more about what is the story being told as opposed to, like, how many dice? How do I, am I killing the best? You know what I mean? Right. right. I think this, but this has merit with certain kinds of players, right? If, sure. If I don't care. But even then, like, this is a viable class other than the assassin. But even as a math game, it's boring. Oh, yeah, for sure. In the sense that the, the things that it does are not novel. Yes. They're not unique to this subclass. I Literally, the only thing that this has you. changed uh, that I'm seeing is the stun, yeah. which is cool and feels kind of monkey. Uh, just like yeah. with the fighter and with when we talk about yeah. this wizard. When I read all three of these, I was like, I know who these were made for. you know what i mean and that's okay like there are different tables you know Mm -hmm. like there are dms that are trying to actively kill their players right (sighs) right so like right it might be nice to be able to be like and i'm invisible now (laughs) you know what i mean it might be nice to be able to like i stun the bad guy and i stab him again and then i turn invisible and i run like fuck you know what i mean doesn't just murder me on principle right also, can we just talk about, because yeah. I just had the thought, that invisibility thing, if somebody hasted you and you could have double actions oh. to just be like, oh. stab, invisible, stab, invisible, stab, it, oh, oof. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're racking up some pretty uh, high-powered crits. But again, pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're go, you, you go crit fishing with this boy. We can, always, right. we can always sit there and go, like, let's talk about, like, what could be done with other classes in this class. Oh, yeah, because you mm-hmm. can combo and whatever. And Unless yeah, I'm you, talking about, like, what I was talking about with the fighter where it's like very clearly like it feels like we're setting it like 
I like classes and I like when D&D promotes like I'm setting else I'm setting someone else up mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a victory as opposed to my character is always focused on like mm-hmm. I love the stuff with like like I'm going to grapple somebody so that other people have advantage on it like so other people can do more damage. Yeah. Like I love yeah. I love when this game forces or not forces but allows people to actually like actively have teamwork. Mm. You know, right. I will say, I will say in regard mm-hmm. to this, uh, I think that actually in a way it lends itself more to that, that you're talking about the teamwork thing than like the assassins uh, assassinate oh, capstone right? because yeah. if you get the stun and your big old sneak attack that you Barbarian. follow up with oh, yeah. after doesn't kill them, then they're stunned for the rest of your party to go to town on. It's also cool that it's an for intelligence-based sure. stun. Where yeah. most stuns come from, like Constitution saves. Yeah, yeah. That this is an mm. intelligence mm-hmm. save. That's gonna be rough for a lot of things. A lot of things. Granted, most things but you fight that... at that level are gonna have legendary resistances and just be like, "Fuck off." Right. Exactly. I mean, like... That is exactly the thing. And 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 it, it the entire like criticism that I, I haven't even broached yet about this class is that both of these like save spells mm-hmm. require intelligence mm-hmm. right so to literally not be useless as a class you need to be pumping intelligence as a rogue it's doable i mean it's doable you're you doing the certainly... same thing they're doing the same thing they did with fighter and just being like let's map right. off of the like yeah the arcane trickster yeah. and they have already set some but... sort of precedent by giving the like in the player's handbook the saving throws that the rogue has are decks and intelligence but, yes, but the arcane trickster has spells. Oh yeah, true, 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 true. If you if you are playing a soul knife from level one through level seventeen, the only things you will ever use your intelligence for are these two abilities yep. that you get at ninth mm, and seventeenth yeah. level, it's, and whatever skills that you I get. How I feel about the like fighter. investigation. Mm. It's 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 completely. It, it does not. I, I would not play this. Yeah. Class. It doesn't stack. Well. You know what I mean? That's a very good point. You're. You're not going to be good at the thing you want to be good at until you're level nine or seventeen, and it will come at the exact like penalty of the other things that your rogue Needs is to be generally good supposed to be good at. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I I would truly never play this class past the third level, which I think is awesome. I think yeah. the third level's great. I think the th- it's if it's you made dip for th- a dip. three levels. <laughs> yeah, it's made for a dip. Like it, it's straight up. It uh, it is eminently playable level three maybe level four if you want to get like the uh, ability score increase or whatever but i i i cannot like ever imagine myself playing this past level four yeah yeah um it's just simply not no, worth it you. uh yeah but uh do 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 uh yeah that's that's basically my my feeling about it and uh you know I, I never I, I don't I don't intend to be such a a, a hog about the uh <laughs> numbers versus flavor <laughs> thing because I really think you can do yeah. both I really think that I there's a world 100% where 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah, where mechanics can be just as, I, you know, spicy and can funky I say, as I as think flavor. the simplest one is the barbarian's brutal critical. To yeah, me it is yeah, it yeah. is so simple that it's just like you roll an extra damage dice, but like it makes sense that when a barbarian mm. crits, they crit worse than any class. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like it's it's a half of a Volvo going through your neck. Like, <laughs> like of course it's going to be worse than like the toothpick yeah. stiletto that the, the thief is using. Right. 
yeah it's sneak attack so but it, still yeah what one one final uh thing about this i mean psionics right it's a unique and distinct magic apparently right that that we're sort of trying to dive Allegedly. into yeah uh they, they've been trying to do this for a while now with 5e and unearth arcana and i think uh somebody i think it was dan dylan on twitter mentioned that psionics is already like ex- it exists mm-hmm. in the player's That's handbook it's I just like the it. you know the great old one you know yeah. like it's those sorts of flavored spellcasters and stuff but i i'm not seeing anything that is new other than the select a benefit mechanic that is the only thing i'm seeing that's really like this is a new addition to the game and i think there's even other classes that do that to some other degree but uh if 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 psionics was entirely based around the concept that you are able to kit yourself out for the upcoming engagements or whatever in in some small way i'd be all about it because it's like okay cool that's just what psionics are in this universe but the the stuff of that that i'm seeing is minimal it's it just doesn't seem carried through in any real mechanical sense anyway no yeah. sorry to shit on it what's the next no, one you're good, you're good. <laughs> uh, well also it seems like maybe oh, yeah, the please. game as a whole like at least with these latest unearthed arcana is like the, the class options one it seems like there's going to be more and more of switching out stuff in long rest if they hold to that like the you know maneuvers and combat and stuff like that mm. uh, so if that's the case then that is even less of a unique thing well, it seems <laughs> even it less seems unique. weird because it's going to be really hard for them to successfully retroactively fix that right for stuff yeah. that's already in existence that doesn't do that right especially if you start just being like and this and they get this and and everyone has dark vision now like just, right. just do what it you need <laughs> shit might get weird wizard time nope no boy. <laughs> no. Oh boy. Wizards study oh boy. magical power in all its forms, including the magic of psionics. So oh, we just said they? that it's magic. Oh, do they? We just said that psionics oh is magic. Those wizards who follow the tradition of psionics hone the magical potential of their own minds. Like a, like, Unlike like other wizards, wizards do. Sometimes oh called psionicists or mentalists. It like uh I saw that the, show. The, the, the hit show The Mentalist. Hey these wizards shut the fuck up. The mentalist is amazing. <laughs> Interact I now I want to play Sean Spencer <laughs> with the multiverse Psych, the through wizard. the lens of their psionic aptitude and awareness. Psionicists fucking word channel their i'm not flubbing it either it's psionicists channel their magic by focusing their minds by doing so they can transcend oh their God. physical bodies adopting forms of pure thought casting spells what the fuck are you talking Psy- about i'm a thought boy i'm a thought all right, casting spells psionically to bypass the need for components and perceiving the world with a broader range of senses. As a member of the psionicist tradition, you might have awoken your psionic potential through the strain of your esoteric studies. Oh, my Lord, Jonah. Or perhaps you joined a scholarly order dedicated to unlocking the magic of the mind. You know, like wizards I'm pulling do. my hair out. So, with that said... I haven't been able to hear Joe this entire time because my headphones have been messed up. Um, so I'm really excited to hear Just what he has me. to say oh, when he eventually comes through well, my headphones. Well, you're too late because he, he died. He died when I read that. Um, he, he perished. I'm very excited. Um, uh, uh.